business in the front. Party in the back. Podcast. Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I am Lauren. And welcome Welcome. to the podcast where we endeavor to talk about business, Lauren, mixed in a little bit of party, and it is brought to you by your business. Your business, actually. My business last week. You sponsored the party element last week. Okay, yes. I'm pretty sure it's the other way Remember, I did I'll that go back in the office and just check that. Okay, maybe. No, I'm, I okay. know I'm correct. Okay, all right. So, so tell me, Michelle R. Price. Michelle R. Price. What does the R stand for? Renee. Anyway? Renee. My middle name. Michelle Renee. Yeah, my so dad's in um, bands. My dad's in rock bands, and both of my names are from his favorite songs. Which songs? Uh, Walk Away, Renee, and My Michelle. Are those Australian songs? No, I, I don't know. They're Australian. Um, let me Google okay. while I'm talking. Anyway, my business is Michelle Price, the light worker. I am on Facebook and I uh, don't really do a lot with my website, so don't bother with that. But uh, I do a Facebook Live each week. It's Monday, 7.15 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And I'm just looking at Walk Away Renee while I'm typing, while I'm talking. And oh, it's by, here we go, Left Bank. Left Bank, Walk Away, Renee, 1966. And I was born in 76, so 10 years after that song came out. Huh. Uh, and it is in the US, American. I've legit never heard of that band. Although I'm not American, I'm Canadian, I but I still never heard of that band. Correct. I know, I'm just saying our listener at home who might be tuning in for home. the first time mm-hmm. because their friend was like, yo, you got to listen to this up and coming podcast. Yeah, here we are. So Walk by Renee. Anyway, uh, back to the Lightworker. So Michelle Price Lightworker, you can check me out on Michelle Price Lightworker, Facebook Live every week, 7.15 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. I'm also on Spiritual Events Directory doing the same Facebook Live. And uh, I do readings, healings, paranormal clearings, weekends away if you want to do that, and also a lot of mentorship. So if you're looking to figure out your gifts, develop your gifts, spiritual gifts, that is, then get in touch. Lauren, uh, today's episode, what are, we, uh, what are we talking about this week? Yeah, so today I wanted to, well, the theme of the episode is loneliness. And I know that you have your reasons for wanting to talk about loneliness, and I have my reasons as well. And, and essentially, one of the motivations you know, for me wanting to talk about loneliness was essentially because as an entrepreneur, as a solo entrepreneur who works from home, sometimes you, know, you feel lonely because you are on a computer all day. And sometimes when you're lonely, you end up feeling a bit down. So I wanted to bit, uh, talk about that journey. Yeah, right. So that's the yeah, thing. good one. Loneliness. Yeah, and it uh, is, of course, this podcast is about a couple of friends talking about business mixed in with a bit of party. We uh, like to catch up each week, Lauren, and talk about maybe some of our great takeaways of the week and things like that as well. Something that yeah. really inspired us or you know lifted us up. So I guess you know, did you want to go first, talking about what you've been up to? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like, you know, I don't know if you noticed, I still have a bit of a tickle in my throat. Mm. Uh, I was sick, like when we recorded our last episode. Yeah, hung around. Yeah, upon reflection, I kind of realized that, you know, it's really important to rest and rejuvenate. And um, so I'm really thankful that I had that period to sort of rest and rejuvenate and read and sleep. And it's really given me, you know, a little bit of pep in my step to kind of get the next part of my business 
you know, going and growing, I guess. And, you know, I think a big part about that is, you know, kind of setting intentions every week and executing those intentions. And I've joined a new course that I'm in at the moment. And so I've got a lot of action items that I need to do and kind of ticking them off. And yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, really this week's just been a lot about kind of progressing, um, being patient with my journey, making sure I'm taking care of myself and my health getting out, doing exercise and, you know, kind of boring stuff like that, I guess, but really essential stuff when it comes to making sure that I'm taking care of myself so that I can be the best version of myself, I guess. So no huge revelations, I suppose, just, you know, still working at the restaurant, enjoying that. Uh, It gets me out and being social, which is good. Helps with the loneliness, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Nice segue. I like what you did there, tying it back in. Yeah, thank you. Very nice. Yeah. So no huge takeaways, just mostly about nose to the grindstone and being patient with learning new things, which sometimes can be challenging. And the illness is a little bit of a universe's way of making you take a rest and recuperate and recover, I think as well. So often people have that when they're working full-time for a company and then they go on holidays. (laughs) You see it a lot. So we're working for ourselves, we're working full time for ourselves. So there's no real kind of downtime. And sometimes the universe forces us to do it, you know, to have that downtime. So it's positive. It's a great thing. Uh, I've actually had a a really great week and I connected with this awesome girl, Ashley. I'll say her name because I'm not identifying her. But I connected, I actually read for her and her sister in the same day. And this is quite a funny story because uh, her sister's name's Jaden and I've got a male friend named Jaden. So when I saw Jaden in my books, I was like, oh, well, this is a guy, like, obviously. Anyway, this pretty blonde girl's rocked up and mentioned that her sister was coming to see me in the Arvo. And I'm like, oh, Jaden's a girl's name? And it was this kind of weird revelation that I had at the door as she's standing there looking at me. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. I've never heard a girl called Jaden. So that was a bit of a revelation. I know a girl named Jaden. Oh, you do? Yeah, interesting. And then in the other, her sister came over. She was fabulous. Like they, these guys all live locally, like close to me in um, Clown, oh, yeah. on the Sunshine Coast. And they all came to me via like there was a – someone wants to put up a post. I was just anyone know a good psychic medium. And then apparently four people tagged me in. So I had three readings on the weekend, which were all from me being tagged in, which I just thought was awesome. Like I was like, oh, awesome. that's really great. Because I didn't know. I have no idea. I'm not even advertising or doing anything. So I'm like, that's great. So they all came to me through that. And then a lady I had today came to me the same way. She saw the same post um, and she lives locally as well. But anyway, this girl just really inspired me. She was amazing. I did this reading, Lauren, and she was very like kind of reserved. She wasn't really giving me much. She wasn't giving me any kind of nods or yeses or anything. She was kind of just sitting there like this, you know, with the arms folded, very beautiful, young, like probably uh, late 20s, but just, you know, very like reserved and wasn't doing anything. And I'm like, oh gosh, this must be bad. Like, I don't think this is going well. And I think some people just try to like not give you anything because I don't want to give you any clues and things like that. They do because they think what you do is fake. Is looking for body movements. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I Googled you before you came here, even though I didn't know you weren't a boy. Yeah, yeah. So she was very (laughs) reserved. So all the way through, I'm thinking, oh, this is not going to be good. Anyway, we did the whole thing. And then I just said to her, like, if you got any feedback or how did you, what did you think or something like that? And she's like, oh, it was amazing. And when you said this, it meant that and da, da, da. And then all of a sudden she's like completely animated. And I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. All right. Cool. So it was like all really great. She was amazed, but she wasn't yeah. showing any of that during the reading. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. and Jason was watching through the window. My husband was washing the cars and he was looking in and he's like, oh, she's like looking very stern. 
anyway, she was just came alive and she was like, oh yeah, it was the most amazing reading ever and all of this. And I'm like, okay. And then like, it was just incredible. Like she was a young lady. And then she tells me we're standing outside having a chat because it was the last reading of the day. And my husband was there and um, she was telling us how she was a, a real estate agent in Noosa. She has owned three houses from the age of 21. So she started buying property at the age of 21. She's owned three houses. She's got a block of land she's about to build on. She's also found another great property she wants to buy. She is studying psychology, which came up during the reading. Um, she also works for a very famous um, underwear brand at the moment as a designer for them. And she's just had all these like amazing jobs. And she's also studying to be an eyebrow technician as well on top of all of that. So it's all very wow. different as well. Like it's all wow. very, yeah. And I was just standing there going like you, wow, wow, wow. And like Jason was listening and he's like, wow. And then we both went inside and we're like, wow. And I just was like, that was my takeaway. You know, I was like, this girl is like late twenties and it ties in with our, our last episode almost, doesn't it? It's a little bit about taking the risk, just doing what floats your yeah. butt. And it's so yeah. different. It's like, why can't you market underwear and design underwear and at the same time study psychology and at the same, style, same um, time, you know, do eyebrow technician work? They're so different. It's like being a hairdresser and a lawyer. Like it's just, you know, different. And I just thought she yeah. is awesome. And that was my inspo. I was like, yeah, you know what? Like I'm just going to keep, you know, pursuing what I want to do and look at housing. And she gave us a really good idea about property and where we should be buying and all this stuff. And it was just awesome. And sometimes the reading for me is a great exchange because I do get the energy back. And it was like, I didn't get a lot during the reading, but afterwards we ended up talking for another hour or something. Like it was really insightful. So that was a huge takeaway, like a huge takeaway for me. And, um, and it just really inspired me because she's just a young girl. I was like, wow, you're doing so much. And yeah, it was just awesome. So I just wanted That's to. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember I interviewed somebody one time and then after, when I asked them what their favorite thing was about their business, they just lit up. Yeah, and it was like as soon as they had the floor, pshoom, yeah, it was this whole right. other person was involved. It's amazing, isn't it? it was really cool. Love that. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Hmm. Inspirational women. It's great. Yeah. So loneliness, Lauren. Um, that is our theme. Yeah. Did you want to sort of expand on that a little bit? So, I mean, I looked online, and there are a lot of definitions for loneliness. Right. So loneliness is like the state of being alone and feeling sad about it. But then there are other examples where you can feel lonely in a crowd if you're not interacting with others. But I think you can also be lonely in relationships, in friendships, if you work in a business where you're not connecting with the people there. Like maybe you don't have the same values, but you're just working in that type of field for whatever reason. You can feel lonely. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about loneliness today was because since being made redundant from the company, I've been working on my business from my home. And even though I get out, I don't actually get out a lot. I haven't gone back to my yoga studio since COVID, even though I have yoga classes prepaid. I normally leave my house to go grocery shopping or to go work at the restaurant where I end up working while I'm there. I'm not, I mean, I socialize a little bit, but essentially I'm there for a job. So it started, you know, kind of, I think, adding on. And I didn't realize it until, until one week. I started feeling really bummed out and I talked about it in the episode and it made me sort of realize that I needed to be a little bit more careful about spending so much time alone. And 
And I mean alone, not nurturing myself. I mean giving, doing my business and things like that. So I started feeling a little bit lonely. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to talk about it on the show because I know that a lot of entrepreneurs feel that way. And, you know, when we have a lot of things in our mind, running around in our mind, or we're working really hard and, you know, the fruits of our labor are taking a while to come to fruition, you know, sometimes it feels like we're working really hard and we don't really know why. Mm. And I just think that it's an important conversation to have, you know, essentially that's kind of the motivation for it. Yeah. 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 And I think when we were sort of brainstorming this, what really stood out to me was a girl. And I alluded to this in the last episode, a girl who just reached out to me and it was such a great move on her behalf. She had moved to an area, she was working for the local council. The area that I'm speaking about is probably about an hour's, over an hour's drive from here. So probably about an hour and a half. Uh, and she hadn't met anyone. It's quite a small town. They lived on a property, which you can't even see your neighbours. So they're on on property and that was very isolating for her. And she's just got her husband. They don't have children, but they are foster care, uh, carers and they have mm-hmm. some dogs. So she didn't really like her colleagues. And then she just jumped on a community page and reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, I'm a journalist too and I'd really like to catch up. And the, the community page was for her local area. So I just explained to her that like I'm in a different area. I'm not actually that close but I'd love to meet up. And I also told her I do readings. And so she ended up coming to me for a reading, which was really awesome. And we just really hit it off. And so when I had an opportunity, I actually went up and visited her. So we've been to her house. I've got like a little Airbnb thing set up there and they're sort of getting that happening off the ground just as a side income, side hustle, which I think I mentioned in our side hustle episode. So, you know, I just, I really respected that. And yeah, I think in some cases you can have some crazy people reach out to you. And I do find on LinkedIn, I do get a lot of people like in America, men especially, or you don't even know if that's their profile, but I have had a lot on LinkedIn where people have reached out, asked me, you know, a connection and then I've accepted them. And then I start getting all these random, like, hi, how are you? What are you doing? Like all this sort of oh. random stuff. And I found it mostly on them and I don't want to bag on them, but I, that's what I found, um, especially on LinkedIn. That's good. I don't think I get nearly as many as you. Yeah. I've only had a few, but I've had some people go, Hey Lauren, my name is Debbie and I've helped people take their business. Yeah. From yeah. Would you like to know more? And I said, no, thanks. But yeah. thanks. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Let's keep in touch. I'm like, yeah, no. I don't even respond to them. I'm like, delete. Yeah. Delete, yeah. Delete. Um, yeah so yeah, weird. that is, that is just something that I've noticed on uh, LinkedIn, but I felt like this was a genuine person. She felt genuine. She reached out to me. She just private messaged me. And I thought, yeah, you know, I just want to, I want to meet up with her. And I just thought that's really brave. You know, that's super brave. And especially during COVID-19 and things like that, I think it's been very isolating for a lot of people. And there was a period of time when we started, when we made redundant, like I had been working from home anyway. So I'd already been working from home because we were the kinds of people working in digital where we didn't have to be there. So I've been yeah. working from home, let's say, probably since late January, right up until we made redundant at the end of March. So that's a pretty long time to be working remotely. Yeah. And yeah. so that was already a bit isolating, but I was still sort of driving a bit more. And then when we had the restrictions, I stopped driving. So I was literally at home every day. My pets loved it. We weren't going yeah. anywhere and I wasn't really seeing anyone outside of like readings and, and doing things like that. So 
it is, it was a little bit isolating. So I think that sort of came during that period and she was really feeling it, you know, feeling quite isolated and she was working mm-hmm. from home as well. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I thought, you know, that's a good recommendation maybe. I'll talk a bit about this later in the show, but it's uh, maybe yeah. just put yourself out there sometimes. If you feel like you're alone and you don't have anyone's support, um, then put yourself out there, do something different and see what happens. Yeah, I think it's also harder to make friends as you get older. And I tend to move around quite a bit. And so, you know, a lot of my friends, my my longest term friend, my longest time friend, I've known her for 37 years, seriously. And, you know, m- my other closest friends over 30 years. But, you know, we don't live in the same country. They've got families. We're just in a different kind of world. You know, so we check in and stuff like that. But you know, as far as going for coffee and things like that, when you move around a lot as well, it's difficult sometimes to, you know, start up new relationships. Like for me, I've always sort of made friends from the yoga studio. Honestly, this is probably me telling myself to get back into the studio. The other day at the restaurant though, somebody I work with, she goes, Hey, want to go grab a bite to eat after this? And I said, where? She goes here. I said, here, no, you know, as in, you know, get off shift and go sit at a table and eat. And I, and you know, really, I I was, yeah, I wasn't really ready to go out after I hadn't really planned on it. So I said, I would love to go out and eat with you sometime. So I'm definitely going to do that. And it took her asking because I was thinking to myself, I would really like to hang out with her, but I'm 10 years older than her. And I remember one time, Michelle, I made Yeah, I guess. And then she, yeah, that's cool, actually. Okay, that's cool. So I remember one time I, um, when I worked for the company, this is a long time ago, I made friends with one of the receptionists. And at the time I was probably around 32 and she would have been 18. And she said, she said to me, Lauren, I never thought I would be friends with someone your age. And I remember that was the most hilarious (laughs) <laughs> but I know she's no, a friend of yours yeah super offensive no hella offensive how dare she but I remember being shocked that she thought that way and then I realized that I oh yeah I'm like significantly older than you but you know it just I love that it takes people reaching out because I think that it's not it's not easy to make friends and I think that as well when you make friends you have to be vulnerable yeah. And that's not an easy thing for me to do. Because I could say no. Yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, just general, like if you're going to have conversations with people, you don't want to have shallow conversations or yeah, like, why it. bother? Yeah, I'm the same. Right. Yeah. I, I know I was talking to a woman the other day and she goes, if I leave a conversation with somebody and I go, well, what was the point of that? Then I'm not going to entertain, you know, conversing with them in the future. She's yeah. like, there's got to be something in it for both of us because- mm. I would rather do other things with my time. Mm. And it's true. And mm. I mean, as, as business people, as you know, um, you know, the two of us were in, were in relationships with men that were like madly in love with, mm. I want to spend my time with my, my partner. Right. And so it's like, well, if I'm not spending time with somebody that's going to lift me up, then I'd rather be alone or doing yeah. my own thing. What do you think about social media in relation to loneliness? Because I'm not on Facebook for friends. I'm on it only for business. And I'm only on social media for business. The only way I'm on social media as myself mm. is on LinkedIn. Aside from that, it's all business related. So, you know... Do you notice that a lot of your clients or people that you know are feeling lonely because with social media, you can feel like you're interacting and you're connecting, but a lot of it is also kind of an illusion at the same yeah. time. 
I've got a couple of opinions on that. One of them is that yeah. I feel like it's a great connector because it's the way that I bring people towards me. So, and that's not, that's not about money. That is basically that I don't advertise and I just allow spirit to bring people to me. So the number of people who've said to me, Michelle, I was meditating or I was reading a book or, and I just felt really inspired to switch on Facebook and jump in there and you were doing a Facebook live or people are tagging me into those posts and things on the um, community pages locally. I feel like it's a connector in that way because a lot of the people I'm reading for were feeling really isolated, really alone, like nothing was going right for them. And then we have a connection and they're just like, wow, like this is awesome. And then I, I'm very personal. So I stay in touch with my clients and I check in on them and I'm like, how are you going? And it's an automatic thing that happens after two weeks where they'll get a message from me and, you know, I'm checking in on them and then they feel like, oh, wow, thanks for touching base. So for me, set that up. Uh, just through the book now function, just through that book now. It's part of that. And so you ha- did you, so you've got like a crafted email yeah. that you've got. Oh, it's a, a messenger. Email. It's through messenger. It's not email because it's okay, Facebook. It's messenger. And yep. then, so you go check in on Lauren after a two week period and say yep. this. Yep. And, then and it puts so your cool. um, links in there as well. So the link to your business oh, page is there. It. And a lot of people, I find a lot of people book again when they get that. So they just go, Oh yeah, that's a great reminder. I wouldn't like, wouldn't mind checking up on this different question. I didn't ask last time or whatever it is. So I do find I get a lot of uh, repeat bookings through that. So I feel like for me, and that's not, that's not talking about going through your newsfeed or anything like that. But I feel like for me, it's a way of reaching people that I wouldn't have if I wasn't in that medium, because let's be honest, if I wasn't on Facebook, it would be harder for spirit to lead people to me. I think. Yeah. So that's my feeling about it. And that's not talking about the news feeds. Uh, I think if you're talking about, I don't know, TikTok and things like that, I don't know that it has much of an effect on loneliness. But, uh, and I do also feel like if you're just going through people's news feeds, often we can just compare. Often we can go through and go, wow, their life looks amazing. Their life looks amazing. And we can do a bit of comparison. It can make us feel a bit more lonely. Yeah. You're also being passive while you're doing that. You're not connecting with people. That's right. Comparison is a huge thing. And I think like one of the reasons why I quit social media personally was because I was spending way too much time on there. Mm. Yeah. 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 It is a lot of work, but I feel like for my business, it definitely works well because it allows me to, yeah, keep checking on people, all that sort of stuff and develop relationships, which is essentially what I do with a lot of my clients is develop a relationship. So Um, yeah, yeah. no, I I do feel like it's a real connector and just speaking about one person in particular, which really was, was quite amazing. This lady presented to me in a reading, uh, I was doing a reading for her and she just said to me, Michelle, I just feel really lonely because I said to her, do you want to do mediumship? Do you want to connect to a loved one and stuff like that? And she said, I just don't have anybody. Like I don't really have anybody and I'm lonely. And I said, okay, so let's just open it up, see who wants to come through, put it out there to the universe. Next minute, I think by the end of it, it was like a revolving door. I think we had five different relatives of hers come in. And at one point, there was like three of them in here at the same time. She was confirming, yes, yes, yes. Like I know all those people. And it was just a light went on in her and it was amazing. And I think when people come to me and they say something like that, I feel really lonely. Spirit just wants to prove them wrong. It's like you have so many loved ones 
on this side, you're never alone. And they were talking about things that had happened. They were talking about conversations, thoughts she'd had, all these things showing me that they were around when she was doing all these different things. So I'm like, you're never alone, you know, and this light went on in her and it was just amazing. So I just wanted to touch on that because I think that a lot of us feel like we are, and it's not until you have, I guess, a connection like that or talk to someone who really cares about you that they can actually say, look, you know, in actual fact, I've got your back. You know, sometimes you just need to, to hear that because it, when you're in isolation and things, and I understand with older people, it would have been really hard not to be able to see their grandchildren and things like that. There would have been a lot of loneliness. There would have been a lot of listeners at home listening to this and going, yeah, like I'm one of them. You know, I feel that. And as we said last time, there are some people still going through that with, um, you know, different restrictions and things around COVID-19. So, but, you know, we're never alone. And, and certainly that is a little bit more spiritual, I guess, what I'm talking about. But we mm. always have support from the other side and we just don't always realize it. Yeah. So it's all a bit of a mind. Is there a way that if you're not a spiritual thinker, like if somebody's listening, maybe they've already turned off, I don't know. But if somebody's still with us and they're, they don't connect to this, you know, woo woo, let's just say stuff and they feel lonely. Like, do you think it's a mindset change or a mindset shift that needs to happen? Because I think sometimes, and I'm saying this in the best way I know how, which is as the only way I know how, sometimes I think if we feel a bit lonely, it can almost be like we're acting like a victim. Yeah, I, I'll put it a different way. But some I, people are lonely I because they don't have love or... Yeah, yeah I don't disagree. Don't. I, I feel like if you're experiencing know. loneliness, I feel like usually it's connected to, in my experience, some past life issue. So there's something where you are isolating yourself and it usually is sort of a deliberate thing. So when they're sitting there saying, I'm yeah. so lonely, and then you look at their life choices and things that they've done... It's like, yeah, you've sort of put yourself here. You've put yourself in this position. And I find when people come in, and especially with that lady that I was talking about, we did do a past life thing with her and cut some cords. So often it's something that you've brought in and it's just you're putting yourself in that position to be lonely. That's what what some people do. Um, So it is. I think it is sort of a, a choice in a way. And then some people look at that as like I'm the victim. But also I feel like sometimes you just don't realize that there are people who care about you. And that is sometimes if you're depressed, you know, if you're suffering from depression, you may just not realize there's people who care about you because you're very caught up in here, what's going on in here. Yeah, And that can be very isolating as well. So, yeah, but I, I feel like in terms of getting back down to our human sort of level rather than being up in the spiritual, that, you know, a lot of us, we do sometimes just need some time alone. So sometimes we have that time alone and it can be a bit lonely. And then I feel like almost for me, if I'm sort of, and I don't, I'm not really a person that gets lonely, I guess, because I like my time to myself. And then I see a million people during the day while I'm working, but if I'm sitting at home sort of saying, look, I'm feeling a bit lonely. That can also be a bit of a a call for help, a cry for help. That's how I see it. Mm. For the lady that I connected with who told me that she was lonely, she had been putting that out to the universe. It was like, give me an answer. I don't know what to do. So I feel like that can also be a cry for help. And then someone like me comes along. So, you know, to maybe yeah. around or help them out of that uh, dark spot. So, you know, I don't, I don't see it as a, ne- a negative at all. Um, what are your thoughts? I don't either. I just think that 
you know, sometimes it goes back to what you just said, which is mm. like, look at your decisions, mm. look at the actions you're taking and see. Mm. Yeah. Because for me, you know, I know I talked about being lonely. I don't, I think I also, I think I just felt down as well because mm. I didn't feel lonely. Like, Oh, I feel lonely, but I, I felt lonely in a sense that I don't engage a lot, I guess. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm confusing myself, but essentially it was kind of all these things stacked on top of each other over and that kind of added up. And it was like, mm. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm spending a lot of time working yeah. on my business. Yeah. Not as much time. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that, that's an interesting thing. And you put on your Facebook a little while ago about, you know, connect with a strong woman and ask her how she's doing yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was when I was going through that really rough week and I had right. a bunch of people reach out and I was really struggling. Like I was having panic attacks, like borderline having panic attacks and I haven't had them mm. for years. Like since I was in a car accident years ago, that's when I first had one, but right. I was starting to get panic attacks and things like that. And some of it was energy from others, other people that I connected to during readings and I hadn't fully cut. So some of it was mm. coming from that. But yeah, it was a rough week having people reschedule and all of that. It makes you really question, like, am I doing what I should be doing or should I be going out and getting a job, like a full-time job somewhere else? And so it did make me rethink a lot of things. And I put that up and that was about me. And I put the photo up because it was me, a photo of me. And a lot of people were like, Michelle, are you okay? Like, are you okay? And it was really good. It was reassuring. And a lot of people sort of liked or reacted to the post as well. And I was like, yeah, you know, we, we kind of have to be there for each other, but sometimes you have to put your hand up and say, like, I could sit there and pretend to be the strong woman and be like healing everyone and doing all these amazing miracles Mm. on people's lives. But I, I'm doing the work as well. And that's what I say to people when I'm doing mentorship, it's like, I'm not just telling you this for fun. Like I am doing everything that I am telling you to do. And that's in the terms of, you know, protecting your energy, not picking up attachments, which what what I was talking about, you know, I hadn't cut properly. And I ended up um, in a bit of a state of bother. So it is really important to walk the walk. And that's that's what I try and do. So if I'm not feeling great, I'll put it up there publicly. Hey, guys, is anyone else feeling the same way? It's a bit tough at the moment, you know, and it will pass. Nothing lasts forever. So mm. it's really important to, yeah, look beyond that. But, yeah, that was me being a bit vulnerable and a bit honest. Yeah, it was good. Well, I think people probably relate more as well. Mm. It's you real. Because... Because with social media, especially, yeah. people always want to give personas that they they are a certain way. Yeah. And then it's the people who are honest and cut through and like be who they really are. that Those are the people that people connect with. Yeah. Like the the yeah. friend next door yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Because they are more relatable. Yes. And a lot of people you say know? that when they meet me, they're like, oh, just so authentic. And I'm like, thanks. You know, that's a real yeah. compliment because that's what I'm aiming for. I want to yeah. be accountable. I want to be can't on, be aspirational. Too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I guess like what I kind of got out of um, my own journey, uh, I mean, I, talking to you is always really helpful. Like I love that we Same. do our catch up and stuff like that. That's always really good. One thing that helped me as well was that I'm in a mastermind. So, and, and now I'm talking about business oriented loneliness because that's where I was relating um, my loneliness too. And I'm in a mastermind. So it's in a group with a bunch of women and I'm not the leader of it. I'm an actual like participant in the mastermind. And the whole mastermind concept is really around finding like people who are in a similar industry or in a, 
or like business for themselves and you know that kind of thing like people that you connect to mm-hmm. that you can meet with once a month that you can talk about your ideas you can talk about your strengths you can get feedback you can lift each other up you can you know share your wins and all that sort of stuff and it was really helpful for me I love being in that mastermind group because it's with a bunch of women I've never met before and you know over the last few months just getting to know them better has been such a cool journey and I reached out and I said hey I've been feeling a bit down and I realized that I don't leave my house enough and so I need to do things that are more fun Mm -hmm. and not just work even though I love my life Uh, and one of them said that you know she does three social things every week Uh, she schedules them in that aren't work related another one said that she knocks off at three o'clock whenever her husband comes home to um, you know, to have that work-life balance sort of thing, and so it was really great to have a group of people that, you know, would like listen to me, but also said we've all been there before, and this is what we've done. Mm. So I would really recommend that if anybody is listening to this and they're feeling a bit down in you know relation to business or however you're feeling, I guess, see if you can get yourself into a mastermind. I mean, the Raw Rust Spirit team, we have masterminds that are built into our program, so that's an option. But you know, you can also put a thing on Facebook, you could say, or on LinkedIn, you could say, hey, like I'm looking to talk to you know business people in this sector or business people with this income level or, you know, however, whatever kind of thread you want or people who, um, business people who are really focusing on mindset, whatever the case may be. Mm. And you'll be surprised that other people actually want to have a similar connection. And especially when you're only catching up once a month, you know, because sometimes as business people, I'm not going to have the same conversations with my partner as I'm going to have with another woman in business because, she's just going through, she's like, if I started talking to him about cold and warm leads, Mm. he might not know what I'm talking about. Whereas if I talk to somebody else about that, it'll make more sense. So, you know, it's always good to have, I think groups or or people that can lift you up and elevate you and then reach out to them. Like you were saying, the other thing too, that's really helpful as well. If you're not interested in getting involved in mastermind is, uh, essentially finding an accountability partner. And so an accountability partner is something that you check in with as well. And business coaches are really good for this. A lot of people have business coaches to help advance their business. So what you could do is if you don't want to um, invest in a business coach, and I would always recommend that you do your research, uh, you know, if you don't want to invest in a business coach, you could ask a friend to be an accountability partner. You don't even need to be in the same industry. Like Mm -hmm. I remember my girlfriend said to me, months and months and months ago that she had gained some weight and she was feeling self-conscious and she wasn't really, you know, getting out there and exercising. And I said, I tell you what, let's be accountability partners. Uh, essentially I didn't really feel like I needed one for that because my partner is very physically active. So he kind of helped me in that area. But I said to her, anytime I work out, I'll tell you. And anytime you work out, you tell me. And then it kind of keeps this cool little connection competition going. Yeah. And, you know, and we did that. And then I remember she messaged me a little while ago and said that she fit into her old pants or whatever. Oh, that's so and cool. That was so cool. And, you know, the other thing too, is that that's what accountability can be as well. It's like an opportunity to engage with someone and an opportunity for you to be vulnerable and ask for help. But often the other person gets a benefit out of it too. Mm. So that's, that's one thing. And the other thing too, is if somebody doesn't want an accountability partner, like if, if I say, Hey, Michelle, do you want to be my accountability partner? And Michelle's like, no girl, I've got it all you know, under wraps. I don't need one. Well, okay. Can you be mine at least? Can you check in with me every fortnight 
on this goal I'm working towards or on this thing that I'm trying to do? Or do you mind maybe sending me a friendly, loving text every so often to find out how I'm doing on this activity or, yeah. And then that again is like you connecting with a person, but it's also you, you know, kind of taking your business where you want to go and, and grow it. Yep. I think I kind of got off track there when I was talking about accountability partner, but I guess in a way, like as a business person, you know, having that connection with somebody else separate Mm. from your business is really important. And you really want to find networks that build you up. Like Facebook groups are really good for that as well. There are some really good Facebook groups out there. And as long as you're not a taker only, uh, you, you always want to give to get, you always want to like give value, give support. You know, if somebody is, put up some content, no one's liking it, comment on it, give a like, give a share, give a whatever, yeah. uh, and kind of like do what you want to come back to you. It yeah. will work really well like that. And I think that will really help. Yeah. I loved what you were saying about the yeah. exercise because I found um, Jason, my husband, uh, is a runner as well. And he, a lot of the male, I don't know, the, well, some of the girls have it as well, but Strava is like a running app. Have you, have you? Oh yeah, my friend told me about that Strava? and I was like, yeah. I'm not interested. Yeah. I mean, they all do it and it's like, it's actually yeah. really fun and it is a little bit around, like they don't run together as a group. They all run individually, but they, it keeps, it helps them keep track of each other. So it makes you a bit accountable and it also means that you feel connected in some ways. So I was just thinking about that as you were speaking because I guess around not feeling kind of lonely and it's like, well, we're not all running as a group, but it's like, oh, I can see what you did this morning and it's a topic of conversation. So when the guys do catch up and we do catch up once a week in park run, then they can all comment on the runs they had during the week, how they went, you know, or whatever they want to talk about. Uh, it's just, it's confusing sometimes because often when they drive their car, sometimes they start the app before they go or they leave it running on the way home. So then you might see them like doing a one minute or 30 second kilometer or something like that. And you're like, oh, what? <laughs> Can be a little misleading. But I do feel like it's a good connector, especially for guys, because sometimes guys don't always know what to talk about when they're in a group setting and things. Mm. And so it's a bit of a yeah topic of conversation. Um, and I've yeah. just found and a passion, passion. similar passion. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I've actually found that being really useful for him. So what yeah. I want to say, I guess, around tools for improving your life, because we like to give people some content, some things to look at moving forward, is for me, it's a bit about taking a risk. So putting yourself out there, which is what that girl did for me on that community page. Yeah. Took a risk, put herself out there, it paid off. So we're great mates yeah. and we will check in on each other from time to time. So I feel like it's a little bit about doing something you wouldn't normally do. That was something that her, she said, I've never done this before, but I just felt to reach out. So sometimes you just got to do something you wouldn't normally do. So it's a little bit about coming out of your comfort zone maybe as well. And if you're feeling like I'm a bit isolated, you know, just putting yourself out there a little bit and it it could feel a bit uh, nerve wracking, but it could also pay off. So what's the worst that can happen? You know, you, you have a rejection. Okay. Well, maybe I'll ask someone else, but it was calculated. I guess yeah. the girl that reached out to me, she knew I was a journalist. She thought I lived in the area cause I was on that same community page. So for her, it was calculated. It wasn't like she was just going on random pages from all around the world and just going, Hey, will you be my friend? So she was yeah. trying to find someone that she can meet up for coffee with yeah. and, and do social things together. Similar interest. Yeah. But Yep. Also, I mean, last year I ran circles and they're a great way to not feel lonely. There's a lot of people that came to my circles last year and they were not able to talk about spiritual stuff with their family or their friends and things like that. And they could come along and they could tr- practice card reading, practice mediumship, 
practice different abilities and also just talking about spiritual stuff or doing a meditation. And we did macrame, we did all sorts of activities, laughter, yoga. So all of those things, like for me, I'm a bit of a connector. So I was going through racking my brains. It's like, oh, you know, even Kundalini dance, all these things that I wanted to try. I was like, well, I want to try these things and sound healings. So why not just get everyone along and they can try it too. So I felt like that was a really good connector. And so many people were like, oh, Michelle, this is so great. You know, I don't have anyone to talk to. Some of them were stay-at-home mums, so they didn't have anyone adult to talk to. And that was their one thing once a week. And that was about receiving, you know, them giving back to themselves. And I also found I connected a lot of people within the area, the community that I live in. So all of the people that I connected through that, they'd never met before. Suddenly they all know each other. They're all mates. And so it just started this whole kind of social thing. So some of them would catch up with each other. So I would recommend getting into a circle, some sort of gathering. Um, if it's something yeah. that stands out to you on Facebook, something in your local area, face-to-face is great, uh, depending on where you live. But yeah, I think circles and gatherings and things like that, sound healings. I, I had this fabulous experience where I went to, and it was with Cassie, um, one of the girls in my circle who didn't know a lot of people and um, is a little bit shy. So I took her to this, she loves to dance. And I took her to this um, dancing, what's it called? Um, it's like a thing that started on the Gold Coast, uh, conscious clubbing. So it's where you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't do drugs. You come in completely stone cold sober and you just dance your pants off and there's a DJ there. They turn off the lights. It's like a full disco, but it's just like in a little hall, like a little community hall, something like that. And I oh my God, dance. that's funny. So we had the best time because there was no alcohol. There was no anything involved. We didn't feel like guys were ogling us. It was just really, really fun. And we just got to let our hair down and dance and everyone was just there to dance. That was the whole purpose. So cool. it was awesome. And that was something totally out of our comfort zone. We got out of the car, we drove together and we were just like, oh my God, what are we doing? What are we doing? And had so many regrets walking in there. Once we got in there and they started playing the music, like this is the best thing I've ever done in my life. So it may feel a bit scary, you know, sometimes doing this, putting yourself out there a little bit may feel a bit scary, but it could just be the very best experience of your life. And we like to do that. Wow. We like to together just try new things. Um, some That's of that, so cool. Cacao ceremony, I don't know that I do again, but I have tried it. So, you know, sometimes it's good to have a mate like that and just go out and yeah. do these crazy things with them. You know, sexy dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I know some people who do like the cabaret, no, bur- um, burlesque, burlesque dancing, stuff like yeah. that. Or pole dancing. Pole dancing, great exercise. Um, Zoom mm-hmm. catch-ups are something that I got more into uh, catching up locally with people here. But also we've got a friend working in the Middle East uh, with the G20 Summit. So she can then catch up with all of us even though we're here, like she can catch up with all of us. And during isolation, yeah, so I think that's another way to do it. You know, during isolation, Zoom catch-ups became really big and then um, catching up with people who are overseas who can't be here. So our one friend who's overseas, that's a really great way for us to include her because she's in the Middle East and we used to catch up kind of all of a group, uh, all of us as a group, like every six weeks or something. So with her being over there, we can still do it. You know, all of us get together, she's on Zoom and we can still catch up. So that's less isolating for her because it is pretty full on moving to the Middle East from Australia, never been there before. And she's on her own. So I think that's how we've sort of included so her. Good. Yeah. Included her as well. So that reminded me of, um, not that story, but earlier when you were talking, I remember I saw in the newspaper, a want ad, this is like years and years ago. And it was for Thanksgiving in Canada. And somebody put a, a, a wanted ad and they said that, um, this actually breaks my heart even bringing it up, but I'll just share it with you. But he was talking about, he goes, I'm sick of being alone on Thanksgiving. I would just love to cook a beautiful meal for whoever. So, you know, call me kind of thing. 
And I just thought, I, I always wondered if anyone ever connected with that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember I told my mom that and she goes, of course somebody did. And I thought, I, yeah, but there was always that element where I'm like, well, why didn't I, you know, yeah. invite him to Thanksgiving at art? Like I was in my twenties and I was probably just preoccupied, but that always stuck with me. Mm. And I just think about how wonderful it was that that person reached out. And I just hope that, you know, a single family, you know, or somebody, you know, took them up on the offer. Mm, mm. There were groups like that, Lauren, as well. I remember where I think they're like um, connectors. So if someone is lonely and they've moved to an area, I guess it's kind of like a meetup, which I was about to chat about anyway, and uh, the meetup groups and things like that. So I've actually used them a lot and I feel like that's what they were sort of set up for because they're all for different purposes. And I'm Mm. sure there's probably one for Christmas time, but mostly it's like kayaking and book reading and those sorts of things that you're into, but there's a meetup for pretty much everything. But I was going to chat about that in a little bit anyway. So Lauren, are you happy to get into the party element? Yes, let's do it. Brought to you by the Raw Raw Spirit team. So if you uh, were interested in what I was speaking about in relation to the mastermind, that's part of what's included in your monthly fee. And uh, essentially, you know, you can try the spirit team for free because I'm all about, you know, if, if you want to be there, I want you to be there. And if you don't want to be there, I don't, you know, that's okay. You can go do your own thing. And, you know, we've got masterminds with people who support each other and lift each other up and we meet once a month as well. So, you know, if you're a business person and you're wanting to grow your business and maybe loneliness is something that rings true to you, a mastermind is actually a really great opportunity for you to grow your business and yourself. And that's all available in the Raw Raw Spirit team. Uh, At the moment, it might not be when you listen to this. So just depending on what the offering is, but I know that's something that I want to consistently be able to offer people. Mm -hmm. So just head to rawrawconsulting.com or rawrawspiritteam.com. You can find out all the details there. So the party element is essentially about getting out of your house, looking at your own behavior and seeing whether or not you're doing something that's not supporting, you know, your mental health. Because sometimes when we're feeling lonely, I know Michelle talked about it potentially being a past life thing, which means it's not, you know, your stuff. You're just carrying it around with you. But if that doesn't ring true to you, that's totally cool. You know, you can take actions as well to kind of help you move forward. So a lot of the suggestions that we've given over the talk are really good suggestions. I'd really encourage you to, you know, try them out. But get out of your house, you know, open up to a friend about how you're feeling. Find some laughter. Put on a chick flick or a comedy. Put on a song and dance in your own home as well. These are all things that can really lift you up and help your vibe. And, you know, sometimes we don't want to do that. We want to feel down and we don't want to, you know, put the effort in to lift ourselves up because it actually feels uncomfortable. And, it, you know, it's over time that we can slowly build ourselves up. So one thing that uh, we have talked about in previous episodes is actually if you have a bit of a happy list, so you just write down, you know, when you're feeling good, things that elevate your spirit. And then when you're feeling a little bit down or lonely, that you can read your happy list and do the things on your list. And that's really a good suggestion because sometimes when you're feeling down or lonely, you know, you might default to playing that role out a little bit. You might go, oh, I'm lonely because of X, Y, Z oh, I'm lonely because of da, da, da. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, it takes that willpower and that courage and that, you know, desire to change your perspective and your mindset to get out of it. And having a happy list to go to, 
you know, and just going through the list, seriously. And it's not always easy. And believe me, it takes time as well. It's difficult to get out of a funk right away. It, it's building on that. So, mm. yeah, so that's what I wanted to say about that. That's a great tip. Love that. And just a bit of inspo from me, I guess I alluded to this a short time ago, but the meetup groups for us have been really great. When I met Jason, he moved up to down to the Gold Coast from Brisbane. So he didn't really know anyone on the Gold Coast. And one of the things that we started to do as a couple, we bought a kayak and we're like, well, we can either just take this out and do it on our own. But then Jason's like, let's go and find a meetup group. So we found a meetup group in Crumbin on the Gold Coast and we drive to Crumpen and meet these different people and everyone was there just to go kayaking. It wasn't like anyone was trying to sell you anything. It was just like, yeah, we're all just going to do this thing because we love doing it. And we took our little dog, Abraham, our former dog before Sissy and uh, Abraham loved it. And it was just a really great family outing for the three of us and just meeting awesome people. We go and have a fish burger or a cup of coffee or whatever afterwards and a chat. So it was just a really awesome way to meet people. And that's what we did just after he moved up uh, for him to be awesome, able to make connections with other guys and things like that. So because most, most of his male friends were in Brizzy. So I highly recommend that. And they've got meetups for pretty much everything. So running, walking, whatever it is that you do, and I guess less active meetups as well. Um, but also like, um, there was a couple of guys on the Sunshine Coast that run like a pizza and beer night for other dudes. And so one of them is really inspirational. I might pop him in the show notes cause he's quite an inspiration. I met him at the gym actually. And his name is Blaze Grinner, which is just the best name ever, but he was working in construction and he was noticing a lot of guys dying around him. So taking their own lives because actually in construction, I'm sure you know this, they've got the highest rate of suicide um, in any occupation. So he was watching all these guys die around him and, you know, wasn't wow. uh, able to do anything or didn't feel like he felt a bit powerless. So what he's actually done is he's left construction and he started his own business around empowering men. And so he started doing blokes yoga and climbing mountains with guys and then doing this kind of pizza and beer thing with another dude who he, he teamed up with and just getting guys to connect because I think girls are pretty good at connecting usually, like heading out, catching up with the girlfriends, having a cup of coffee, you know, talking to your sister, your mom, whatever it is. But guys aren't as good at that in general. I'm being a yeah. bit general. But so yeah. he is a bit of a connector. So he gets people together because he doesn't want to see men being isolated and just doing this, you know, ending their life essentially. So wow. he's just such an inspiration. So I just wanted to mention him. Um, yeah, a little, put his content did. in the notes. Yeah, I'll put his link in the notes. So, and he's a Sunshine Coast guy, but there's going to be people in other locations, I'm sure, that do something similar to this. And it's just so inspirational. So my other inspo, I guess, or takeaway was go out and speak to a stranger or someone new at a party or a barbecue. So sometimes we go to weddings, barbecues, whatever it is, and we just speak to the people we know. So sometimes it might be an opportunity. If you see someone sitting in the corner, they don't look like they know anyone, go up and have a chat to them. Hey, you know, I'm Michelle, I'm Lauren, rah, rah, and include them. And I think that's also something really cool because you just might make a new friend or you've made them feel not so isolated as well, which can't be a bad yeah. thing. So I think rather than just being in your comfort zone, and we all do it, we all go to a gathering, we just go, all right, make a beeline for the nearest person that I recognize. We've all done that, but you're not always going to know a lot of people at the gatherings. And so it's an opportunity for you to get to know someone different and ask some questions and put yourself That's out That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Those are great. And you know what um, came to me when you were talking is also smile at people. 
Yeah. And I have to sometimes remind myself to consciously smile because my resting face is not a smile naturally. Mm -hmm. And I know when I smile, I'm a lot better looking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then the other thing too is volunteer. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is there something you're really passionate about? Volunteer. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can be an hour a week. Mm. An hour a month, even if you're really time poor. But I mean, if you're lonely and you want to make friends, mm. volunteering is a bloody that's a great, that's a brilliant great way yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah. And that's, um, that's twofold actually, Lauren, because I've volunteered um, for Rosie's for years, Red Cross for years, and all of those with street outreaches and things like that. But when I was doing the street outreach for Rosie's, it's really interesting because as a volunteer, you're making really strong connections with the other volunteers because we're on the street band together we're always liaising, we're preparing all the food together. Like there's a lot of sort of prep and things like that. So some of the closest friends, people I've stayed in touch with who are super inspirational to me, I'm still in contact with that I met through Rosie's, even though I don't live there and work for that uh, volunteer with that company anymore. But going out on the, on the van, it's amazing because you're meeting these people who are, they've fallen on hard times. Some of them are drug addicted, alcoholic, you know, that sort of thing. But all I want to do is chat and they're the nicest humans you will ever meet in your life. Like I just met the most amazing people and they really, and the idea is it's just about conversation. We're not sitting there trying to sell them anything. We're just like, Hey, how's your week been? You know? And yeah, listening. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's been a bit rough and this happened or whatever, or actually it was really good. And it's just the most amazing experience of my life. And I just love connecting with people like that because What's incredible, um, one of the guys, and this is a bit around loneliness, one of the young guys, Nathaniel, um, he's such an inspiration. He was only 16 or 17 and he was homeless with his dad. So it was him and his dad on the street. So I don't know this story, but he was just incredible. So he's homeless and he organized a homeless Christmas lunch every year. So they don't have a home themselves. But he's just this little organizer. He's a connector. Because he was on the street, he could communicate to them, hey, guys, this is what's going on. Or we would tell them with the Rosie's van. And he organized a Christmas lunch. And eventually his dad and him found a place. So they weren't homeless anymore. But every week he'd come back and he'd come down and chat to us. So even after they found a house, they didn't need the food. They didn't need the drink or anything like that. But they just wanted to come down and keep talking because they just got used to us as volunteers and they just wanted to still chat to us. So yeah, it's amazing. And like That's he beautiful. organized Christmas lunches and he was just a kid. He was 17. So awesome. I just think stuff like that. And the idea of that yeah. was for them not to feel on their own. So that's why he did yeah. it. So um, lots of takeaways, lots of tips, you know, we sometimes so good. ourselves out there and I think that's a bit of a risk, but you could just get an awesome result too. So yeah. next episode, Lauren, this is something that you're, I know, very passionate about. Would you like to talk about what's mm. coming up next week? Sure. Next week, we're going to be talking about Pinterest. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about Pinterest is because I really think that it's going to help move my business forward. And I really know a lot of people who get success from that. So as part of the um, of my business, Raw Raw Consulting, I also have the Raw Raw podcast. And I interviewed a Pinterest expert named May Thanda. And so we're actually going to listen to her. So it's a bit of an excerpt from that podcast that, you know, we wanted to put into, um, into our podcast because Michelle and I both want to give as much value as we can to you as you grow your business. And, um, you know, Pinterest is a big part of it. And I think it's a big missed opportunity 
And it also takes a while to get rocking. So we wanted to give, you know, you at home a chance to really, you know, start that journey now. Mm, take yeah. advantage of that. That's fantastic. So exactly. that's next week. So Lauren, that has been the business in the front. Party in the back podcast. If you loved what you heard today, then please tell all your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your mum and dad. And if you didn't love what you hear heard, don't tell anyone. Fantastic. Love it. All right, oh, girl. Talk to you next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See ya.